Hey everyone and welcome to another podcast for the Electric Speed Shop. Today I'm going to talk about something I actually tweeted about a little earlier. Uh, I shared on Facebook as well. I am currently doing a Swap C study for a Dodge Challenger conversion. Uh, if I sound a little bit annoyed, that's because I actually just recorded this and I tried to add background music for the first time and all of my audio got scrapped, so you'll probably hear the car background noise again and not lovely music, so I apologize, but I want to get get this posted, so sorry. I'll uh, try to figure out background music later and try to get rid of some of the excess background noise. But So what is a SWAPC? A SWAPC stands, it's an acronym. It's a convenient acronym because it's what you're doing is you're swapping things in and out. But this one stands for space, weight, power, and either cost or cooling. In my case, for what I'm doing right now, I'm looking at it in terms of cost. doesn't mean you should ignore cooling for your EV conversion. That is something that's going to be important. Um, you probably do want to look at it in more detail than I'm going to give credit to in this one. You are adding batteries and a motor, which will get hot. Um, a lot of them come with options to do some type of liquid cooling or add a chill plate. Just, just something to keep in mind. But for me, I'm going to be tracking cost. So, a little bit about how you do a swap C and why I think it's a good idea. We'll start there. So, a swap C can be done as kind of a quick look at, I want to convert this car. It would be my donor car. And these are the components that I'm thinking about using. And these are the targets for when I want to get to or, or my general use of the car, whether it's a track car for the drag strip or a daily driver, all the above, whatever. You can have some type of goal in mind and this will help you quickly look at what you need to do to get there and if you're on the right track. So for me, first I looked at weight. Um, you can find the curb weight of your donor car and then do a little research and you should be able to get fairly close on um, the engine, the transmission, <clears throat> your gas tank, anything you're going to take out, what that weight is. So you take your curb weight, you subtract that out, that's your starting weight. And again, now that you've done that, if you have some idea of the components you're thinking about using uh, in terms of a motor or batteries, those are your big two. Uh, the other components generally don't weigh a ton. In volume, they will. So that's like your DC to your uh, DC converter, any types of um, vacuum pumps you need to put in for power steering or brakes or anything like that. They generally don't weigh a ton together. Um, you can kind of lump some. This is how much I think I'll add. And as you do more conversions or as you research, you can get better at that guess. But take your starting weight now with everything removed. Add back in what you're going to put in to convert the car and now you have a, a good weight estimate. I think that's a good starting point. From there, you can then look at space. Um, if you wanted to quickly just look up the motor you're planning to use, you can see if your target weight is in line with what that motor should be used for. So for example, for the Dodge Challenger conversion one I'm, I'm looking at. I know I want to use a Tesla Model S motor. So I 
I'm going to use the Model S itself as my kind of target weight to stay under. Um, just because I know that the motor is, is capable of moving that, that mass. Next, I'll look at space. I recommend space because once you get all this figured out, power is going to make you go back and revisit it anyway. So I, I would do power last. So space, you want to figure out roughly, uh, just a quick look, what is kind of your square inches or millimeters available to go put in the motor, go put in batteries, go put in all these other components. Are you going to have the space? So there's nothing wrong with putting the batteries in the trunk where the gas tank was under the seat spreading them out in the front it's probably a good idea to actually spread your batteries out a little bit uh, oftentimes when you're doing a conversion you can improve the performance and that's not just from a speed and acceleration perspective but also from a weight distribution perspective uh, if you spread your batteries out you might be able to get more of that 50 50 front back side to side weight distribution that'll help with your handling just something to keep in mind when you're looking at it but again now you have you can look at your just very roughly are you going to have the space to put in the number of batteries you want to put in the motor you want to put in uh, as well as your odds and ends and you can kind of start to get an idea of where you'll run wires and, and things like that so then power because you've gone through and done the space and weight you've hopefully selected some components if not just one more than one uh, so you can have a couple options for me in the power look you're looking at your kilowatt hours your voltage of your battery pack and um, what your motor is capable of putting out and you look at what are you going to get for range so that your your weight will play a factor into that uh, if you care about the acceleration and the top speed you can figure all that out as well roughly um, again you can find all this online I am doing one of these for the, the Dodge Challenger that I want to convert, so I'll post as much as possible. Um, and when I post the study, I plan to post the whole thing, so uh, it'll be a good guide, hopefully. I've been known to make math errors. Can't help that I'm human, but um, try to do the best research I can and post all that so it'll be available as kind of a guide. Um, and then once you do that in the power section, you can go back and revisit your space and your weight if you need to so for example once you do your range calculation based off of this is how many batteries I wanted to add and maybe you're not getting the range you wanted you can go back and look at okay if I add more batteries maybe you have to pick a different type of battery or a different brand um, you go back and you visit your weight you visit your space just to double check at this point now you should just be able to do some quick quick math because you already did the hard part and then go back and revisit the power based on what you've changed to see if you can get where you want to go. And that's kind of a general good way to start planning. It's not incredibly detailed, but it's a, it's a very good start. And you can use that as your basis to get more detailed and keep tracking things as you go. To me, that's very important. This is a, a guide, and if you track it well in your planning phase, once you start actually taking parts out and adding parts in, you can track was I clo close with my weight estimate? Was I close with where I want to put things from a space perspective? And then you can kind of adjust off of your plan on the way. And now you have something that you can share with other people who maybe want to convert the same car 
or a very similar car or who are just flat out interested in what you did. You have all that, it's easily shareable from planning all the way through to the end. So that's your SWP, SW end P part. C, again, for me, from a business perspective, I wanna track cost. How much are these components gonna cost? Eventually, I would track hours too, right? Because that's why conversions are, are expensive. The components are expensive, yes, but so is someone's labor to do all this, right? If they've done the car that you're looking to convert before, you cut back on some of this design cost, but someone still has to go install it. They still have to fabricate a lot of this equipment to, or a lot of, I'm sorry, not fabricate the equipment, fabricate uh, battery boxes or motor mounts, things like that. Um, ways to hold all these new components that weren't in the car before, as well as your install your dash. I mean, I'm, I haven't even touched on the interior yet, but um, you're paying for that. So that's, that's why they get expensive and it's important for me from a turn this into a business perspective, what is the cost? So the Dodge Challenger one I mentioned, I'm, I'm in progress. I pretty much wrapped up the weight portion. I'm just going through and doing some editing and adding some photos, things like that to the article. I hope to get it posted in a week or two. I post everything on Fridays, uh, Friday mornings generally, except for the EV news. I post that every other Tuesday. Um, the website is electricss.com if you haven't been there before. And then after wait, I'm gonna do exactly what I just described. I'm gonna go look at space, and I'll go look at power. And I'm gonna post all of these as blog posts. They're somewhat lengthy. Um, I'm gonna to try to just post them as one though because I think it's important to read the entire weight section and then the space section and then the power section and then um, I'll figure out a way to share the whole thing as, as one big chunk. So that's where I'm at with the Dodge Challenger one right now. So I've, I've pretty much wrapped up wrapped up the weight. From what I can tell, I think it's a fairly good candidate. I stayed under my target weight. So hopefully once I post that, I can get some feedback from those with more experience in uh, DB conversions, and, and you can kind of modify my thinking, and I can go back and revisit it. And when I posted earlier today on Twitter and, and on Facebook about this, I'm toying with the idea of offering this as kind of a research quick look at people who want to do conversions or maybe you're just curious about a certain car would it work or um, something like that and that's because I'm trying to come up with ways to further fund what I want for the electric speed shop and that is to actually do conversions and step one for me is to actually do one right it's kind of a technical not even proof of concept, right? That's already done. People have done it. It's a proof of capabilities. Can I do it? Can the people that I'm going to have help me do it? Physically take a car, take everything out from a um, combustion engine perspective, put in all the electric components and have a car that meets or exceeds what we set out to design. And from there, I, I'm not sure at that point, but that's what I'm working towards right now. That's step one. Um, and I'm not going to be able to fund that through t-shirts, which if you want to buy one, um, not just one with an electric speed shop logo on it, but nogasallwatts.com has a lot of just very generic EV swag. Um, so again, that's nogasallwatts.com backslash electric SS. If you don't put the backslash electric SS on it, I don't get any credit from an affiliate marketing perspective. 
Um, I also have the Amazon affiliate marketing and, and ads on the website. That combined with the t-shirts are the primary funding sources right now and I can tell you it's it's minimal. But that's not the goal, right? The goal isn't to make money. The goal is to fund this first stage of building the brand and doing a conversion. Those are the two main main goals right now. And I don't want to just ask for money through a GoFundMe or, or something like that. I'm not... I haven't totally ruled out the idea at some point, but I'd like to do things that provide value first. I want to provide value to you, the listener, the reader, you know, however um, you consume my content. That's what I want to do first. I don't want to just ask for, for you to fund it. Again, I'm not completely against it, but I want to avoid that path if possible. And same thing from the investor perspective. I just like having control. I like not having to owe someone something. Again, not completely against it. I think eventually investors would be a necessity, but right now I'm trying to not go down that path for as long as possible. So that's where I'm at with the electric speed shop. That's where I'm at with the swap C for the Dodge Challenger. And that is why I think a swap C kind of study or research effort is well worth it for any conversion um, as an initial way to kick off your planning and, and make sure the thing that you want to convert, and I said thing on purpose because you can convert more than cars. Maybe it's a boat or a plane or a helicopter. You know, don't let anybody squash your dreams. If it has a motor, you can convert it, theoretically. This is a good way to go look at that. So thanks for listening. Again, be sure to check out electricss.com for more blog posts, interviews with people in the electric car and electric vehicle space, as well as some EV news. Follow me on Twitter, The Electric SS, and you can find me on Facebook at The Electric Speed Shop. Thanks for listening. Until next time.